This is the Bea Osborne Podcast, the mental health and wellness show your way. A little search on Google right now that you will do just doing student kills themselves. The question is, why is suicide so common among college students? And that's the first such result you get on Google. The next will be latest news, photos, videos on student kills self. Another one could be, please close this college. Bengaluru students last message. A boy wrote about his suicide attempt. He didn't realize his school's gargle. Continuation. By the Guardian. Kenya. University of Nairobi student. Found dead in her room. After a student suicide. Uni student killed herself. After receiving incorrect exam result. By Cosmopolitan. And suicide of Tyler Clementi from Wikipedia. This happened in December 19, 1991 that should be pretty odd and it took a lot of energy to do all that but things do happen so he died at the age of 18 in new york manhattan from new york city pretty well that's september 22nd 2010 and this is the suicide case that brought about the dangers of cyberbullying and uh, the plight of the LGBTQ community. So from three students commit suicide after being pushed to attend school. Embu, university student commits suicide of exam fees by the people daily. Medical student commits suicide inside her car at Kenyatta Hospital. Concern in Yala as teacher kills self after reportedly defiling his student. Chukyu University student commits suicide by Kenya News Agency. From two student dies after jumping off classroom building by the staff. Home three student commits suicide after being punished or after being pushed to attend school. J-Quad student hangs himself over poor grades. Parents, the standard. Student slits lover's throat, commits suicide. From two student commits suicide in Nakuru. And uh, all this information Others in a matter of months, days, 
years but this is pretty bad and there is no guarantee that it will stop tomorrow nor will it stop today or even now after talking all of this this is because all this comes by a matter of reasons specific reasons actually perhaps things that could be avoided or could have been avoided for those cases past cases or for those coming cases because as i said earlier all this will continue these media sources won't stop writing all this and they won't stop disseminating this information to us because pretty well it will soon happen but are you willing to avoid all this because this this is so bad and well one thing that pretty makes all this happen could be one and only thing that i wanted to share with you today I've been actually procrastinating about it for a period of week now and after doing a research on some cases I found that uh, it's something that uh, is very very vital to talk about I choose the suicide cases just for a pretty well engaging story to have to discuss but what i want to talk about particularly engages all the other things that have to do with our survival in life from our ignorance when we are born up to now when we understand ourselves well up to now when we have to fend for ourselves up to now when we have to learn how to survive it's not an easy journey but we surely have to go through all that i'll say that bad word but yeah it is that bad word and it's pretty demoralizing for many of us because we always have a lot of expectations in life we live with a lot of expectations but along the way life has just got a lot of hassles and we meet these hassles along the way and it all depends with how we fight back we fail to do what is supposed to do then that's the end of us it's not on our consent but these things do happen because they should happen i don't know who will be planning all these things to happen but they're pretty sure to happen and when the time comes for them to happen it depends with how strong you've equipped yourself to fight all this menace 
the story that got me fixed onto the screen is th this of a student in Nairobi University. A female student. May has already seen peace. And what you have to get from the story is that this was a medical student, a fifth year veterinary medicine student. And uh, yeah, they, they found her body hanging or dangling from a scarf just tied from her neck to maybe the roof, maybe the ceiling. Be precise about it. And uh, yeah, there she was. What is surprising is that her friends, the ones she's been staying pretty much well with her, have been seeing this girl very normal. And when I say normal, I mean that She's just the way she has been like since she came to that school. No drama, no necessary activities, no drugs that could be seen. But unfortunately, what they found in her room was uh, depression drugs. They have not said if they were prescribed by any medical practitioner, but what they found is that there were medical drugs, uh, particularly for depression, killing depression. And uh, it seems that there may be the depression is very strong that no medication could take it out. And this because some factors lack in dealing with depression. It's never an easy road. It takes an epitome of self-actualization and self-realization. And it's very sad that the student fraternity lost one of their own. That was in October last year, 2021. All this is brought about by one thing, or I'll say one word to sum it all up, and that is assumption. What is assumption? And uh, what could be this, this big word that you want to know called assumption? Assumption is a thing that is accepted to be true or is certain to happen without any proof. Just like that, boom. It's born to happen. It's the only truth we hold in life. And that's what sums up an assumption.
you know, our minds are built or signalized to make certain conclusions. And these conclusions come up from assumptions. Because not only assumptions are bad, but assumptions are good. They do save us a lot. They save us by rewarding us a utility of time. Take this example. Maybe you are walking by in a forest and, uh, well, you hear a little bit of grizzly noises. Uh, pretty bit quantifying noises, huh? like a certain beast is bound in the bushes just waiting to pounce on you. Rightly, the body takes its own conclusions and it assumes that the creature that is near you or maybe ahead of you is a creature that you just can't survive on when any quarrel happens to be. And so the body assumes, or the mind assumes that that creature that is making that sudden noise, regardless of what it is, it is something dangerous. And that's why the mind instructs the body with all the adrenaline to just disappear from that territory because that's not your territory. A place where you can be easily defeated or where you feel easily defeated actually becomes very weird or it becomes very minimal of occupying that territory. And that's how the utility of time comes with. Because the mind took into consideration that the creature bound in that bush is dangerous and can rip the hell out of you. He decided to tell your body to just get out of that place. Well, if the mind decided something else that, no, I'm not sure what that is. I don't have that proof that that is a weird or maybe a very dangerous creature. So let me just keep walking or let me just go and check it out and see what it is. And to the disappointment when you get to where that creature is, and you find that the creature was indeed a bad creature, then it becomes hard for you to survive. And that's why the mind 
has to take that utility of time, that short period of time to save itself from what is coming. There are very many types of assumptions. The ontological assumptions, epistemological assumptions, the axiological assumptions, and the methodological assumptions since the ones with the process. So they're defined in many ways, which are pretty understandable, where the ontological ones are just how the nature of reality is. That there is only one defined reality. It is there, it is how it is, and it can be seen and it can be worked out. And that's it. That's the ontological assumption. Whereas the epistemological assumption is that of how knowledge is in disseminated in us. That there is genuine knowledge, true knowledge, which is objective and has quantity. Like the goal of the science is to test and expand theory. That's how epistemological assumptions are. And we've got the axiological assumptions, whether we have the role of values, which ones the objectively good and subjectivity is pretty misleading. So the objective side, very pretty good, well, but the subjective side of our own is just misleading. And we have finally the methodological assumption. Yeah, that it's all about research strategy, where we have the experiments, surveys, correlation studies, and all these we have in some way to do assumptions. We have to assume some things for our theories to be tested out, to become true. Assumptions aren't bad. Assumptions aren't good. But assumptions, what you have to know is that they're very powerful. They influence a lot in what we do in life. They influence our survival in life. All these examples or this case studies I've given here about suicide could be the same with what could be affected to any person because these suicide cases, they are pretty well many assumptions that were made in it. I relied on one case study about the student, the medical veterinary student who had a pretty well good life, life full of fun, perhaps, but behind the reality of what others were seeing, behind what the society was actually seeing in her, is that she was deeply rooted into depression and it was killing her slowly from the inside. She couldn't come out and to someone could help her. 
maybe because of her security issues or opinions. And she waited until it got the toll of her. Now take that into consideration. That making assumptions in life is pretty bad. And all these suicide cases have a reason. We've seen some who had poor grades. We've seen some who lacked exams. We've seen a very interesting case here where in Yala, a teacher kills themselves after defiling their student. Now, this is very interesting. There is this student in Form 3 who commits suicide after being pushed to attend school. You know, those are very... Another one was from the Jomo Kenyatta University who said, I'll hang myself because I have been having poor grades. The next case could be about love, relationships. It could be about work. It could be about pretty much anything, family, relations. It could be about uh, what the society sees in you, how the society judges you in your day-to-day -day activities. From your image, what you give to the society, what you don't give to the society, you are judged by it. And you make assumptions out of that. In assumptions, we make false decisions, we meet a sense of untruthness that doesn't well sit with our situation that could even worsen our situation. You assume that you are not worth it. Your self-esteem just wages off like that into a low self-esteem. And if you want to check out our previous episode, where you can check on what we discussed about self-esteem. You find out that it becomes pretty hard for you to survive because these assumptions get the toll of you. You make very poor assumption. You conclude things that shouldn't be how they are. These students have seen that I've been getting poor grades. So how will my family think of me? How do I even think about myself? My other friends or the other students he has been with are performing well. 
but he's the only one who has been poorly performing. Maybe he's been trying to do work hard, working very hard, going to the teachers, seeing parents, walking to spiritual places, looking for answers, but they don't find what they want. And they have been making that as the main cause of their life. Because just come to that stage that they want to perform. And it's coming into shape. Because the society will judge me after doing all this. When this stage comes to happen, all factors considered, all factors constant, and they do happen that this stage comes into shape and place, then what is the byproduct of it? What will the society see of it? What if I poorly perform? That was one thing ringing in the mind of that student. You see? What if I poorly perform? What if I don't make it among the best? What if, what if that rings in them every time and it eats them up? It's like a furnace burning inside of you. It's very strong. We don't see it as a society. Your parents don't see it, but yourself, you know what is really eating you up from the inside. And Along the way, many people don't make it. Just like the student didn't make it. Vanished from the face of earth. All this can be avoided. If we make the right assumptions, because we just can't and do from assumptions. Our life is full of survival and these assumptions save us in some place and pretty well bring us negativity and death. Look into it this way. That assumptions are very powerful. Assumptions don't have proof because our mind has been made into a way such that assumptions save us from the utility of time, save us for the utility of time, pretty well. And that is the only thing we could want to have in life. Our minds aren't made to take the complex parts of life, structure them in a good form, and internalize them and see what is the best for us. That will take long. That will make your mind so stressed. It will hustle your mind very hard. And in the end, 
you don't get any result. And that's why our minds outrightly make assumptions that lead us into having good time so as to make it in time to save ourselves. And that's why a person or the student that committed suicide saw that suicide was the best option for them because they've been looking for a solution. They have not been finding it. The society is very demanding. The society will judge him. And they see that the only best option they can do right now is just disappear. And that's why before the pre-suicide, the pre-suicide moment, the pre-suicide time, the student was maybe there shaking, thinking very hard, taking pills, blocked from thinking anything good, blocked from the society. Inside their own room, they've closed their room. Just saying, what could be the next move that I would make that would save my life? I need a solution right now. And if I don't get this solution, then pretty well, I'm as good as dead. And they see themselves that there are sounds that haunt them and tell them, no, you just can't make it. This is so hard for you. The only best option for you to make is just get out of this place. And they just can't get out of that place. Because they've been there since they were young. That's their family. They have no other place to go to. They have nowhere to run to. Because the judgment will still come to them. They will still face that judgment. Right in their skins, they would feel it even if they weren't around that place. And just that one option comes. The option of death. And it becomes very scary at the first thought. Because that's something, that's a taboo to just even think about that. How would even one want to take their Even the, that's not even fair for them. But with much convincing to themselves, because they have their inner voices that tell them, because you have to do this and do this and do this, then you can escape this reality, this judgment that is coming for you and will make you as good as dead. And that's and that's how their minds make that assumption that, well, maybe this is the right time for me to fuck off from this place. And yeah, I have to go. And yes, they do go. And we are there filled with sadness. But who led this to happen? Could it be the society or themselves? 
I have no one to blame all that for. But all these are brought about by the assumptions that we make in life. Assumptions are very powerful. They aren't bad, they aren't good, but they have a big influence in what we do think. And one will come to me and say, you know what? I'm really suffering a lot. There's this person whom I've been having a good time with. We've shared a lot of memories with. And what I wanted in my life was just to have a great time with this person for the rest of my life because this person is making me very happy. This person has made me realize that there's this good side of me that I am very good. I'm better. And this person has taught me to appreciate myself and that this one person in life who could love me. I never imagined that would happen. And it has happened to me. And I feel, yeah, this is that person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. And yeah, the body, the mind makes that decision. You give your all into that connection. Everything that you have to offer. Your mind, your soul, your body. Just to make that one person be with you. But in life, life is so harsh. <laughs> life is very harsh. Very, very harsh. For every one of us. It's never an easy walkthrough that you're given a guarantee that when you do this and this, <laughs> that's the right path for you. No. It's never that way. But Yeah, I gave my wall and yeah, it happened, shit happened. The, this, uh, that connection just failed. How could it even fail? What did I do wrong? Why did the only person that I thought could make my life very amazing just cut me off like that deceived me deception the untruthness that is brought about all those false memories you've been given or maybe they were true but all other factors considered now you make them to seem that they aren't true. That maybe they were made up. It was a set piece acted in front of your eyes. And <laughs> yeah, 
just happened like that but you have to understand that things do happen and they do happen very fast well maybe that person thought that you didn't have some value they saw once in you and now you can't give it to them or someone told me that maybe that other person came with a value so strong than you was or a value that you didn't have and provided it to that other person that you thought would be your only one and that's how you failed to qualify for that damn test very funny right but very very emotionally unstabilizing you know in life we take some time and sit down to think what has been of, of us since we were born what are, what are the people we've been meeting what are the people we've been interacting with what has the experience been like and we find out that it's not been always good it's not been that sainty <laughs> there's been ups and downs and right yeah that's life what will you say more with but you have to understand one thing everything just doesn't happen for a reason it happens because it should happen and yes after doing all that our mind giving us false experiences thinking that we do, just don't even deserve to have any more breath in us we don't even need to survive in us and rightly what could be the better thing to do just take out our own selves take out our life because that would save us a lot wouldn't it just imagine you're out there sleeping you just don't even understand what what's happening you're not involved in the shit that we are now you don't need cash to survive in sleeping you just don't understand you you're just out of art it feels nice doesn't it or you don't think so well i don't know what i think about it but it feels pretty fine but no that's that's a menace it's not fine and along the way i found out kenya news agency reported that on that first march 2021 when they reported and they said that 
a student slits the lover's throat and then commits suicide. Whoa. That is also interesting and I would say pretty amazing because that's a very, very, very weird case. That you take out the life of someone and you also do take your own killing two birds with one stone. Now that is what we call interesting. But these things do happen. And you know, people will just come out and say, okay, we just have to see maybe they that was a moment they maybe they don't think of anything. <laughs> but you're making the decision. All other forces being kept constant, you knew what you were doing. But you knew it because your mind was telling you that's the right thing to do. Because you've been weak. You've not been able to handle yourself properly. And see that your mind has made this certain assumption. And the assumption made doesn't mean that it should be true. But an assumption is true. Because it's true to your mind. Doesn't have proof. Because you don't have that time to gather proof. Well, that was a relationship of lovers. What about the society you're in? The student who had to take out his life because of poor grades. What he meant is that when I get more of these poor grades and the final stage come of deciding what is the which and what is what is not, then it means that will be the end of my life. And so let me do this in the earnest. I don't want all that fall blames perhaps lies, face-offs, to give me that time. Because when that time comes by, it will be very bad, very, very bad than just doing it right now. So let me do it right now. That's the mind speaking, the mind making those assumptions. And yes, there, right. They went, just like that. And uh, all that pressure, all that sadness, melancholy left onto those who are still, yeah, taking a breath of life after waking up. Early in the morning or Late at night depends with when you wake up. And this other student decided to commit suicide after being pushed to attend school. 
You see how life is very harsh? They don't do this for pleasure. No, it's because they're forced to. They don't like things. And they see that, well, there are many factors pushing me to like these things, but I just can't get them into my mind. They don't just seem right to me. No, I can't continue on with this shit. <laughs> and pretty well, they have to do what they do. Just because they have been pushed to attend school. That's very weird. But <laughs> they thought a lot before coming into that conclusion. It was never a one-time thing. They had to go through a series of thinking, managing themselves, looking the possible factors, looking the possible ways to get out of their problems, but they could only land on taking out life because they influenced themselves into doing so. Because they made assumptions that would influence them into doing such type of things. Just like the one who would commit suicide over exam fees. Now, that is very... Very weird. The teacher in Yala could do that because they defiled their own student. And that's where the aspect of guilt comes. And uh, that aspect of guilt comes when uh, you know that the society will judge you harshly. And that's our assumption. All these studies I've talked about are all connected to what the society will talk about us. What if the society knew about them? That I'm a failure. And maybe I've been bred in a family that just never failed. That's the expectation of the family that I am the best. And then I turn out to be not what they thought I am. And I'm a teacher. The site expects me to be a good role model to my students. Maybe because I'm the source of knowledge for the whole society. The site expects a lot from me. And uh, my own pleasures, influences made me into defiling my own student. So... One thing I am aware of after is that the government will come after me. The government will have to seize me, take me to a court of law, and then there the society will judge me harshly. And the optimum 
judgment that could be given is I would face a lot of years being corrected. And being corrected isn't just being told, no, you have to do this and this. No, you have to face it rough. You have to face it rough in a dungeon somewhere, a prison. A place where you are just connected to a very harsh society. Because people in prisons don't just live in good life. They have that sense of guilt in them. And they have to pass through all that to survive. They have to harden in there to survive. And you see that you'll be taken there. And when you're done with there, maybe you come free again. Corrected. But has the concept or maybe the thinking of the society about you changed? Will they take you as a good person once again? People that they will trust you with their students again and you'll become a teacher once again? Maybe, maybe not. But that sense of guilt still renders in this teacher and says it will never be the same again when they find out. Because I'll be denied space in society. I'll be judged harshly. And there is nothing very bad than a human mind being told to just get out of what is good. Being told that you don't deserve it, the mind itself becomes somber, feels bad, emotions ride in you, and when the emotions get better part of you, you just can't think well. You pretty well become a zombie. And yeah, you have to make an action very fast. And maybe the teachers thought it wise to take out their life because they won't handle that pressure that will come after. That's very interesting. And those are just case studies I've been looking upon because they are very interesting. I've made a story about uh, how I was approached by one person. And it's not been one person. Very many. Where one was approached by their own friend. And this person says that they can't withstand what their other friend thinks about them. He's forced into just doing what the other friend wants. You know? Because they've been living with this friend for a long time. They've been helping each other out. 
for a long time. And why wouldn't I return the favor to a friend of mine? <laughs> of course I would, because that's what I'm expected of, right? Yeah, that's what I'm expected of. And so, they have to do what is right. Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. And there it is. They face it hard. Having to decide for themselves and having to decide for the others. Because the others will just influence you. Or will influence them to making certain decisions. They have to be following just like the disciples of Jesus. What to Jesus? Following every day, everywhere. And this person is subdued with their friend very much. That they just can't think of themselves. They just can't serve themselves. They have to look for help to do all that. And what would be the best option if they aren't saved that early? Because it has become a mental problem into them. That they can't save themselves. They just have to be influenced by what the others are asking of them. Bringing unto them their philosophy. Their psychology. All that. Hey friend, let's do this. You want to do what you're doing. We have to do this right now. Yeah. Let's do this. Because if you don't do that, then you're not part of us. And you know, man is a social animal. They will want every time to be the center of attraction, to be very social to others, to be seen as a good person, to be seen as a clean, clean person. To be seen as the best. You know? That's how man is like. That's how human being is like. And you know what? It becomes really hard to avoid this shit. And the guy told me. Yeah. I've been suffering from all of this. And I told him, bro, you know what? You have to do this and this and this. You have to save yourself right now. At the moment, you fail to do all that. You're getting yourself into a cult of another person. That's a cult. Because you'll be following that person, everything they do, everything they want you to do. Because you've been used to it. They'll influence all your decisions, all your actions. They'll subdue you to their philosophy, to their thinking, to their every move. And that's how we will never ever save you again. Nor will you ever even try to save yourself because... It will be a taboo. You'll feel that it's very bad to save myself from this. I'm driven down into it. I'm ridden down into it. And 
there's nothing possible that I can do to dodge all this. The girl that maybe loved that boy or was loved by the girl because that person was telling me, you know, it was a very interesting story, which I'll not mention because for their own privacy issues, I don't share into details what happened. But they were reading through a lot of shit. And uh, yeah, we did a lot of talking. But you know, one thing you have to understand is that when you are when you are influenced to something very much, you just don't want to leave it. In life, or our own lives have different desires, which we know better of ourselves. We have desires that are very ultimatum. That when we see that we can't save ourselves from them, that when we save ourselves from them, then we will really miss a lot. We'll be turned as failures by our own minds. We are deprooted into it. It's become a hobby. It's become an obsession. It's become a habit. Habits are very, very hard to keep off from. It takes a lot of discipline to stop them. And when you lack to stop, becomes the end of you. When you stop, it will become the end of you. Just depends on the utility of time. You don't stop, danger awaits. You stop, danger still awaits. Just the difference comes from the time it will take. And that's why our minds have to act very fast. They are pressured to act very fast to save our body from a ton of what is and what not in the near future. We have to save our own selves. And pretty well in the saving, really becomes hard, very hard. Assumptions don't have proof. You can't say it's true. Because where's the proof? But our mind takes them to be true. We can make good assumptions. We can make bad assumptions. These assumptions are summed up into conclusions that we make in life. Our minds say and decide, this is the best shot that I can take to deal with this situation. And when I make this shot, it 
it'll be easy for me in the future. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what I'm wanting. But when you're making these assumptions, I want you to do something that could make you be saved out of dangers or bad influences. Take into consideration what is right for others, what is morally accepted, what can or is true to other people. Don't make assumptions that will be followed by conclusions that are bad. That will be a clear indication for the end of you. You want to take out of your life? I know that's your life. And you are not me. But I would say it will take a lot from those you leave behind. So it's not good taking a lot from others. You putting them through all of sadness, other things, very bad. And assumptions don't just come in form of suicide. That's what you're thinking, or because that's what I've been stressing a lot here. But they could come through many other forms. Maybe. You have to do certain decisions in the office. That I was dating this person. And uh, along the way, we had to separate. What could have I done wrong? You are in now in a quest to find out what could be the wrong thing that you've done. And you find it and you see, yeah, of course, now I'm not worth it. No. Don't make that assumption. Of course, you lacked something. No. Find time to build that something you lack. That's an opportunity you've seen from someone whom you've been with. Build yourself on that aspect. Try to better yourself out of it. So that next time you avoid issues like that and they'll make you into making good assumptions. When in work you have to make decisions, decisions that will save you and the whole energy in maybe your company or school or any working for. Now you are the epitome of what holds that place. You can change what is in that place. And this, you can achieve when you make good assumptions. Assumptions that 
when considered by the society or reviewed morally, they sound right. Of course. Now that would be good. But making false assumptions and thinking that they would save us, in the end, they would not. Now that is very bad. Let's save ourselves from all this. Because we can. It's what our mind thinks. But we can challenge what our mind thinks. Let's not be pressured by those false voices. Those forces that just influence us into doing things. Things perhaps we could never ever think of takes a lot but mastering a lot of practice challenging our own selves taking time to think what's right and what's not right would really save us a lot but now we have to understand <laughs> to take in fact into the utility of time because time is just everything. Time factors a lot. Time is what the mind needs. And when a mind sees an opportunity and the time limit is set, they work according to that time limit. That's why you can get good assumptions and bad assumptions. And these assumptions make us do conclusions, of, think about conclusions, of, make conclusions. And these conclusions will either be positive or negative. Depends with what the mind thinks, but to get through all this, you have to take into consideration that you have to challenge whatever your mind thinks. You can't control your mind, but perhaps you can challenge what it thinks because your mind is you. That's you thinking. So learn to challenge yourself. That when I do this, what about this? That if I do this, what is this? If I do this, what is this? If I don't do well in school, what could be the problem with me? If I've looked for all the answers, I've been studying hard, I've been doing everything, now, Maybe I don't even deserve to be on earth. Now I have to commit suicide. Challenge yourself. Ask yourself. Is there anything other than studies that I can take and do in life that will just bring me to the same position I would have been or even a better position I would have been when 
I continued with my studies. That I've lacked exam fees. And I don't know where to get these fees. Could I do other things that could make me get these fees? Could I engage in certain business? Offer a certain value? Offer work? Offer anything to anyone? And get cash? And continue with my study? Could that happen? That the moment you see that your relationship partner is just not how you've been used to be or has refused to walk the journey of love or a relationship with you again, it eats you from within. Very hard, very sad, and you say, very well, I can, can't survive all this. And the only better thing I could do was just commit suicide. But what if you could find another person who could give you the same feeling? Once again, what if you could take time, come think about yourself, Think of how to build yourself and then go back, find someone else who could change what you feel about yourself because this is all about your emotions. You feel that you've been betrayed emotionally. You feel that you've been used emotionally. You become emotionally unstable and emotions get rid of you. You have to make decisions based on emotions. You seek revenge. You want to do the same thing you have been done. But no. That time you want to do all that. Is the time you could be taking it. To figure out. What could I change in life? What thing could I do best that would be, be good for me? Because there is something that we don't know. In life. Like. Everything in earth, we just know perhaps a little percentage of it. And that percentage, we don't know everything about it. Because life is so complex. This earth, everything is very complex. Life is full of complexity. And that complexity comes with it, hustles and happiness. And a man, human being, always wants happiness. No one wants hustles. But these hustles keep us moving. These hustles make us know what will come next and what will not come next. They will teach us that when we do find something like this happening to us, we have to deal with it this way. We have to circumnavigate and act this way so that at the end, we become saved. That I have to make this big decision for the workforce I'm working, for the company 
And when I make this decision, it either kills us all or we win us all. And so, what will I do? Challenge yourself. Find people who could help you into making that decision. From my assumptions, is it morally acceptable to do that? If it is, then pretty well work with the world and see how the results will be. But assumptions are very powerful in life. Assumptions are the most powerful thing in life that would influence whatever thing or any situation in our life. And they could be good or bad because they only have one thing. They have utility of time. Assumptions are anything that is assumed or maybe is perceived to be true or maybe is perceived to be happening or to happen without proof but we don't have that time to take care of finding what is the proof to all of this stuff because the time isn't just there and if it could be there we haven't taken into consideration that we can't find proof because we don't challenge ourselves <laughs> And challenging yourself becomes very hard because our human mind thinks that they're always true. You know, you make a decision and say, okay, this is right. You don't challenge yourself because, yeah, that's what you think. And changing that fact, either by someone's teaching, someone's guidance, someone's anything becomes hard for you. Because you know, you perceive that your mind is the best thing that could ever happen in life. You can save yourself a lot. If you do challenge yourself. Challenge those assumptions made by your life. Or maybe your mind, to be precise. My name is Baya Osborne. And I have been your host today. This episode. The power of assumption. You want to communicate to me. You can email me. At by osborne.substack.com or you can head to my website by osborne.com or you can follow my social profiles twitter at by osborne instagram underscore by osborne you can also send a message voice message to me through the anchor platform 
and I'll be glad to receive it. Now, a question I'd like to ask you today is Will you challenge yourself when making assumptions in life? Think about it and yeah, you can answer me. Until next time, next Friday, 